0: Hey, Sean. Hey, David. You know, when you're watching a show or a series on Disney Plus or Netflix, it usually has the button that says, like, watch the next episode. Like, you load it up and say, continue where you were left off. Yeah. Okay. So the other day, we were going to go and watch the latest episode of The Bad Batch. And I clicked that button that said, continue watching this show. And it started off with the Clone Wars title and I was like oh shit they're doing like a like a a, a backtrack or like a, a recap episode like and they're gonna connect it to this new season right and uh, she who should not be named got super excited to see some old characters <laughs> in there and I'm like oh, okay cool like and then 25 minutes in I'm like this is a really long recap episode like You're when's just like, an episode? When's, the, when's this going to go on, and I'm, and then it just keeps going, and I'm like, wait a second, like how long is this? I'm like, okay, it's like a fifty-five minute episode. Okay, like they're gonna they're gonna do something and go to the second season and update us on on everything, and then it hits me. Disney Plus started playing episode one of season one all over again for me instead of episode 12 of season two it so would, it I had
1: that familiar feeling but it wasn't that familiar
0: it, no because it was so long ago that I watched it so <laughs> I watched three quarters of the first episode of the Bad Batch thinking that it was episode 12 of season two and uh, I was a little disappointed but you, you know, know what's what? not going to be <laughs> oh. you know what's not going to be a recap episode of the same things over and over again
1: this episode of the scene on screen podcast
0: hey what is your favorite got
1: you covered. welcome to the scene on screen podcast with your host sean and david welcome welcome to the scene on screen podcast where yes we will try not to repeat and disappoint my name's sean we've got david here david how are you <laughs>
0: Sounds like a first episode almost.
1: Yeah. You know, Your name is Sean. On- <laughs> welcome to the Scene on Screen podcast where we will talk about video games. Oh, how did I say this last night at TWB? Somebody asked me what our, our podcast was about. And they said, I was like, well, it's about video games or film or honestly, whatever I want to talk about. And they just laughed and. Uh, a friend of mine who listens to the show was just like, no, it's true. They talked about barbecues for 10 minutes.
0: <laughs> not barbecues, griddles. There's a big difference.
1: You bought a Blackstone. Let's talk about that before we do it, anything. It's a
0: griddle. Okay, you know what? I was,
1: It's a flat top. It's not a griddle. I, it's a flat top.
0: It is a griddle, though. It's
1: it's A griddle has, like, the little bumpies.
0: No, it doesn't. Well, if you yes. get really close, it's a Google it. it's got bumpies. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll Google it later. Anyway, so it showed up. Last weekend, the weather was weather was frosty, but I did clear off my deck, um, but I, uh, I built this 28-inch flat-top griddle, and uh, then we got a snowstorm. As I was making fun of you for <laughs> having to put up with that snowstorm last week, we got a little bit of snow, and uh, I don't want to set my griddle up outside. I we did, got
1: destroyed by snow last Friday.
0: Yeah, we only got... Uh, a, f- a few centimeters today. Um, it's warmed up quite a bit. It did stop snowing, but uh, it's not uh, going to be warm enough or clear enough for me to put my griddle outside and season it. But I did get a stainless steel cover for it, um, which, thanks to Amazon, there was a dent in the back of it. So I was just going to go and and return it or like exchange it. But they're like, yeah, this is a non-returnable or exchangeable item. So we'll just refund you and you can keep it I'm like, okay. So, you know, that's a win, I yeah, guess. It
1: is. Did you but, buy any uh, accessories for it yet?
0: Uh, actually, I bought the accessories like the moment I bought uh, the actual griddle. I got a, a pack of like, I don't know what the, 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 f- Flippy things and a whole bunch of stuff, squirt bottles, everything, you know, you got all that
1: stuff. Did you buy a press?
0: Like for, for Smashburgers? Smash yeah. I actually have one already, but I'm, I am looking for more of like uh like the one that I have is a cast iron one and it has like the grill, like groove things. And I need a flat one, which will be a little bit better, but I guess I can just use the bottoms of uh, the spatulas that I have.
1: Yeah, the um, the there's a guy I watch on TikTok. His name is Cooking with Daryl. He always does this thing. He's like, I'm making this Do-do-do-do! on the Blackstone, and he like flips his paddle or whatever. Mm. Yeah, he uses a um a product called Bacon Up, which is like a bacon grease butter for your grill.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, mm, interesting.
1: It's flavorful. I uh, but-
0: I was telling that she should not be named because she was watching me put it together. And I was, you know, I'm, I'm a guy. I've, i am excited for this stuff. Like, just like power tools, you know, we get excited for those, the simple things in life. And uh, I'm like, man, we are going to have the greatest brunches ever because I'm not getting up early enough to make full on breakfast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what, What's uh, one thing you're really excited to make?
0: You know what? I am. I'm excited. I got these. Uh, we picked up these hash browns from Costco. But it's like bacon hash browns with like vegetables and stuff like that in it. Mm -hmm. It looks so good. I'm gonna I'm gonna griddle that up. So good, and just you know the classic. I think the first thing I'm gonna do is bacon, eggs, hash browns, stuff like that, and then smash burgers. That's really what I'm gonna do.
1: One thing that I've always liked watching, um, like a lot of people cooking on like social media, is like their versions of like fried rice. Right, so they like take a day old rice. Add some eggs, add some chicken, add some sauce. Put it all together on that skillet, then.
0: Yeah, the yeah. Bowl. I'm gonna I'm gonna try make some of that too because you know in in our household there's a lot of rice consumed. So
1: that's fair. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, rice is great if you're hungry and you want one thousand of something. That's this true. This is true. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Mitch Hedberg. That's not my joke. That's not I my know. joke. Um, wow. I I will say quickly before we get into catching up and just what we've been up to, um, we had a smashing International Women's Day uh, trivia at TWB this week. It was a phenomenal turnout. Thank you everyone for coming out. It was great. Uh, congratulations to the Screen Queens. You guys won. You you crushed it. We had five teams get the final Jeopardy correct. It was wow. it was great. So it was, it was a good time. Really, was, really a lot of fun. What was the final
0: Jeopardy like topic?
1: It was awards, specifically EGOTs.
0: Specifically EGOTs? What the hell's an EGOT?
1: An EGOT is an Emmy, a Grammy, a Tony and an Oscar.
0: Oh, okay. I thought you were going to. Wa-
1: do you want, know. do you want to take a crack at the question?
0: Sure. I probably won't get it right. Cause even though this show is about video games and whatever else we want to talk about, I, the one person that doesn't know famous people. So
1: yeah, David does struggle (laughs) with the movie aspect of things, which is okay. I, not the
0: movie, just the actors in the movies, not the actual movies though.
1: So an EGOT is uh, a person who has won all four of those awards. There has been 18 total winners of the EGOT, right? So this is 18 people who have won all four awards. Okay. Out of the 18, how many are women?
0: Oh, oh, uh,
1: Six, so close, so close. It was eight. Oh, that's not bad. Yep. And then I had a tiebreaker, which was going to be, um, who was the latest recipient to win it? That was female. And then I was like, as a bonus, just to make sure, if people get that as well, that I want two other recipients. What
0: they want two others.
1: Yeah, I just, I built, my question had a built-in fail-safe just in case I needed a tiebreaker.
0: Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So. Well, I would never get this right, because I don't know people's names.
1: Yeah, it was Viola Davis.
0: I have no idea who that is. What was she What was she, what was she on?
1: Uh, she was in Suicide Squad, had to get with get away with murder, to help.
0: Oh, she's in, she's, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, is she the... uh she she's like the one the, who meets
1: with Bruce Wayne at the very end of the movie.
0: Oh, she's in black, black Adam,
1: apparently. Yes.
0: That I, the movie is garbage. I haven't seen it. You haven't? Uh, I watched you, it the other day. You told
1: me it was hot garbage, so I didn't want to watch it.
0: It's one of those movies that like if you just like if you don't, if you want to watch something, but you don't want to really care about it or if you just want to get angry, then yeah, watch it. But anyways,
1: I actually uh. I was asked about your other favorite thing. Uh, I I showed up at a, a hockey podcast this week, and the host was asking or telling me that he started watching Clone Wars, and I explained to him how I watch Clone Wars and how it drives you insane. I watch don't Clone watch, Wars. You as don't
0: watch Clone Wars. That's the as possible. <laughs> Jeez.
1: Do you need some noise in the room,
0: Clone Wars? You know, you know what? Actually, I did that for quite some time, like the first few seasons, because the episodes don't really have uh like the story each episode's not really connected in the a greater story yeah right so they're all kind of one-offs uh with a few characters that come up later on but nothing significant so a lot of the times that was kind of like background noise as well i was kind of paying attention to them but and I, I think once it's like season 3 or 4 that's when things get really good but Either way, you still don't watch Clone Wars. No.
1: I've uh, I've barely watched any TV over the last like two months. Have you have you played anything or are you still just kind of hanging out?
0: Uh, What did I? Oh, you know, I'm still playing uh, Metro Prime Remastered. Nice. Honestly, there is something about I think partially it's the nostalgia, right? Because that game came out on GameCube. I remember playing the shit out of that game on GameCube. But this remaster is is well if you read any of the reviews like they're just all like perfect and this game is just so good it is so much fun and the i remember while we were talking the other week about this and you're saying about the controls right how they're kind of clunky on or how they could be like GameCube controls don't really translate very well to like modern day controller stuff or yeah. like older first-person shooters. But with the updated uh, dual stick uh, control scheme, it feels just like any other modern day first-person shooter. It is so good. I think where what I do, I, I just got the boost ball and then the power, like the wave beam. So,
1: so you're, yeah, you're I mean, getting there.
0: I'm, I'm getting there. Uh, And you know, I like, you know how most games these days have like some sort of fast travel mechanic. Yep. Well, Metro Prime doesn't. So you literally have to like traverse all of the map to get from one point to the other. And there is a lot of backtracking in that game, too. But the thing is, like, the environments are so well done and it's just it's such an enjoyable game that backtracking doesn't feel like such a chore as it does in some like of these modern games that we have nowadays. But yeah, what are you? What have you been playing?
1: I actually just downloaded the expansion. Or er, so I downloaded Fallout New Vegas on my PC because now I have a PC that can run it um, adequately. But I downloaded the the fan. Um, the fan made expansion, the new California one. I'm very excited to dive into it, but everything I've read on the internet is kind of saying like, Hey, before you do this, you should play through like 50% of the game. Just get yourself skilled up enough that it's like worth it.
0: Oh, is it like it's a mod, right? So you're going to, yeah,
1: it's that it's like, a like a crazy mod that like expands the game completely. So I am I'm excited to do that. I'm excited to get back into fallout i've been <clears throat> I've been trying to think of a my next game to like beat beat, but I've been kind of burnt out since breath of the wild not gonna lie
0: yeah that's that's a pretty uh it's daunting dude, yeah, man you know the one game that I am super super excited for though is uh Robocop rogue City you're
1: still excited eh
0: I am still so excited i actually <laughs> I was thinking about it the other day. I rewatched a trailer. I'm like, man, I haven't watched the Robocop movies in so long. So I, uh, I went out and, uh, acquired Robocop one, two, and three, not the 2014 remake. But did you know that there is the, uh, a fan made remake of Robocop It's called like our Robocop remake. And, uh, what, what, uh, these, uh, film producers or whatever did is they divided each scene or or different like multiple scenes from the Roboc- Robocop movie up and different people took those scenes and recreated them however they wanted that's so, kind of funny so um you'll have to look this up on uh, what's it got uh, Venmo or something like that uh, Vimeo Vimeo, it's on there because I think it's too gruesome for uh, <laughs> for uh, YouTube. But it's uh, RoboCop scene twenty seven. Um, <laughs> it's the one where it's okay. It's called Our RoboCop Remake. I'll send this video to you, but uh, everyone, look it up. It's on uh, Vimeo. Our RoboCop Remake scene twenty seven. Um, it's the one where. RoboCop is going uh, going around and there's uh, there's these guys assaulting this this uh, young lady in an alleyway or whatever. And he comes up and he's like trying to shoot this guy, but he's right behind this girl. He shoots her right, like shoots between her legs, like through her dress and just shoots him right in his crotch. But this takes that scene to like the in the next level. It is so ridiculous. and yeah that just made me want to watch robocop so we just need uh a good robocop game do you know
1: what we really need we need john wick four to come out faster now i have a question for you that i want to i want to get you to i kind of want to get you to commit to it on the air All right. Are you willing to wait for me to watch this movie, or will you watch it on your own? You know what,
0: actually, Sean, I was thinking about that the other day when I was uh, when I was watching the trailer because we watched
1: three together. Yeah, we did. You introduced me to the first two.
0: Yeah, the only reason why we watched uh, I saw John Wick three without you is because we saw it at the uh, drive-in and it was before Chucky. No, it was after Chucky. But anyway, so but we've we've seen all of them together multiple times. But anyways, I was thinking about this when I was watching the trailer and the movie comes out, what, in March? I think it's April. End of March, March 24th in Canada.
1: And I'm not going to see you probably till the summer now.
0: Potentially, yeah, like June, July. For you, Sean, I will wait to watch John Wick 4. We'll we'll go down. I'll come down there and uh, we'll watch it, or we'll do it on the Bachelor weekend or something. Maybe that's what.
1: Well, yeah. Before we meet up with everybody, we'll yeah, just yeah. go see the movie.
0: Yeah, why not? It probably won't be in theaters still at that time, so we'll have to we'll, we'll stream it. Or I'm I'm
1: committed to waiting because I know my other half has no interest. She actually said to me tonight. I was like, uh, we were talking. She uses this website called, <clears throat> excuse me. Does the dog die?
0: Um, (laughs) really yeah i think i've heard of it
1: so it's for people like her and a lot of other people that can't handle like animals dying in tv and movies right Mm -hmm. and we're watching the last episode of the last of us and she's like oh no something's gonna happen what's happening so she googles it and the person who put what happens to the horse gave like the world's worst description. So she thought she had a bunch of time bought. And then all of a sudden, boom goes the horse and says nothing about the deer. And she just like, she was like that, that that's awful. That like, she like left the room for a minute, collected herself and came back. So she's like, she's like, I can't watch John wick because they kill the dog. I'm like, it's very clearly a stuffed animal the entire time. It's it's a dog for like 30 seconds. And then all of a sudden it's a stuffed animal so oh, interesting
0: show or in, interesting website i like it's funny how like the picture like you're greeted with this happiest like the happiest looking dog that's yeah, so funny
1: it's apparently a very popular website for yeah, people who, can who can't cope with that does the dog com. check it Trusting out if right. you if you have issues with that uh yeah i haven't played much of anything over the last two weeks i finally jumped on call of duty for the first time and i don't know how long I'm very excited that at least at some point this weekend, you and I are going to be able to play upside downtown.
0: Yes. Hopefully new, new walkabout mini golf course comes out sometime in the
1: afternoon at some point. Who knows what, what or when, but we will get it done. Just, I'm not playing anything. Uh, we're going to talk about Mando a little bit at the end of the show. Talk about the last of us a little bit at the end of the show. Um, I do want to talk about Sony. You know, Sony does have some good and some bad. So let's, let's, go with, bad. let's go with the bad first, because the good stuff is nostalgic, and I kind of want to remember it for what it is, not what mm. it kind of will be. But Jim Ryan, Mr. Jimmy Ryan, had the quote of all quotes the other day. You ready for it? Yep. And like keep in mind we all knew this was happening but why on earth yeah. did he speak this into a mic I don't want a call of duty deal I just want to block the acquisition Okay oh, A. Oh snap Oh snap, <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. <laughs> We knew We knew that was coming Yeah but we like,
0: knew it was just yeah. it was just to block Sony's purchase or Microsoft's purchase of Activision the, Okay the, so, but th- There's a little bit more to how this came out, though. Yeah, he was
1: Um, was having a temper tantrum on the stand. Yeah, Yeah? hold on,
0: Tom Warren, Sony. So this, like, there's some some uh, tweets. So Tom Warren, I don't know who that is, says Sony suggests to the CMA that Microsoft could release a buggy version of Call of Duty on PlayStation, which could make gamers lose confidence in PlayStation as the go-to venue for Call of Duty. Uh, and then Lulu Cheng Mazur Mazuray uh, f- responded. Microsoft offered Sony, the dominant console leader for well over a decade with eighty percent market share, a ten-year agreement on far better terms than Sony would ever get from us. And this is a uh, who is it? Uh, Lu- Lulu Cheng is uh, worked for Activision. Um, we've also offered Sony guaranteed long-term access to Call of Duty. They keep refusing. Um, and then she responded later. The CEO of Sony Entertainment Europe answered that question in Brussels. In his words, "I don't want a new Call of Duty deal. I just want to block your merger." Yeah, like the, uh, you've pretty much lost your entire argument. Then, like your your entire case is in the garbage, right? Like
1: my my issue with the, this is now becoming like. A few days ago it came out that Sony um they the they refused the offers that Microsoft gave them, but instead wanted to go back into a world where call Activision owned itself and they still got timed releases and exclusive content because that helps drive console sales.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, uh what what is it, Insomniac that creates Spider-Man, or is that another There's another Santa Monica studio. They thought it was the the amount of exclusive studios that Sony has, which Microsoft can't touch is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And Microsoft, I think maybe with Starfield pushed it a little bit further over the line by being like, you know what? Fuck you guys. And like they had every right to do that. They were like, you know what? You don't want to play with us. We're going to take Starfield away from your players. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's going to hurt their bottom line? maybe but are are they they worried about not all those sony players not having the chance to to play it no they're probably going to release it anyways when bethesda was owned by bethesda or um what's the company that owns bethesda xenomax when they owned it the death was only releasing on the playstation there was no death loop coming out on the xbox well right? yeah
0: because like they were they were toying that as like hey we have this game you can only get on playstation all this shit
1: one they made a year big deal about later it. Mm-hmm. microsoft got got theirs but like i don't think microsoft owns nearly enough for this to be a problem
0: microsoft owns a lot of companies but the thing the main difference is that sony will sony buys up companies or the companies that sony owns they only let them release games on playstation whereas microsoft in this in the last i guess i guess for the xbox one since the xbox one generation has been a lot more about getting more people giving more acts giving more people access to games Right? Whether it be on their Xbox console, on PC, or whatnot, so mm-hmm. most most places or most Xbox games come out on PC as well. So the question is: Is sure, Starfield is going to potentially be an Xbox only game, but uh, sorry, not even Xbox only. It's going to be a Microsoft only game. So it's going to be out on PC. How many people who have PlayStation fives also have a PC that they game on? Or Fair. that they could that, that that they could not even necessarily a gaming PC, but just like a computer with a decent like mid range graphic card. They're pretty common. If you bought a uh, like a prebuilt PC in the last three years, you're going to be able to play Starfield. Right? And so, they're
1: giving away Spider Man or they were giving away Spider-Man with video cards.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, like with Sony and their exclusives, they will eventually come out on PC, but it is a long wait for those games to come out on, on PC. So uh, speaking of Starfield, though, did you see that there's a, a release date? No, I did not. When is it? Uh, on September 6th Ooh. of 2023, Xbox uh, revealed <laughs> on, uh, it looks like their Instagram account for all into Starfield. And it's funny. It says uh, the caption says for all into Starfield 9623. But then the picture says September 6th, 2023. And uh, one of the uh, comments on the Reddit thread was one date says 9th of June. The other says 6th of September. Make up your minds.
1: (laughs) Well, maybe it's to delay one to the other. Um, Just going back to this Sony thing super quick. Did you also see that Sony... Might be forced to reveal how much they're paying to keep games off of Game Pass and out of Microsoft's hands.
0: Mm, yes.
1: So I this did. all happened after the FTC's chief administrative judge, Mike Chappelle, sided with Microsoft in an argument. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and that that's also going to be a big uh, a big amount of information that's that's potentially going to really ruin things for Sony in this in this merger. Um, I also read that apparently Sony only has like not just Sony video game, like entertainment division, Sony itself, the company has only $5 billion um, available to spend on other acquisitions for the remainder of the year. Otherwise they will, will like affect their bottom line this year.
1: Do you know how they can make a bunch of money?
0: By having an exclusive 10 year old, 10-year deal with uh activision they can't afford
1: that they can't afford that they could sell Spider-Man to Disney.
0: Yeah, that's true. They could sell the rights back.
1: You you want like a couple like maybe a hundred billion dollars done.
0: Would 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 but would Sony or sorry, would Disney buy Spider-Man for that much money? I doubt it.
1: What would your what would your price be if you were Kevin Feige? President okay, of Marvel.
0: How much was um was Lucasfilm bought for?
1: Oh, I don't know. A couple Lucasfilm hundred million maybe?
0: For four point zero five billion dollars in 2012.
1: OK, so multiple. How much did you say Sony had left? Five billion dollars. Five f- billion. So let's let's pretend that with inflation and Spider-Man as a property right now, is probably more popular than Star uh, Wars was in 2012. Cause Spider-Man has been around since the sixties.
0: Well, here's the thing. Okay. So just so let, quick let's Google say a cool 50 here. bill. How much Cora, how much could it cost Disney to buy back the rights to Spider-Man? Uh, G- give me a clue and I'll guess. You know what? Like, Most people are saying that it's roughly in the two and a half to four billion dollar range.
1: Oh, Sony wouldn't entertain that, they need real money
0: because, like, really, when you think about it, Amazing Spider Man only made 800 million worldwide.
1: But how much did the Holland movies make?
0: Yeah, but that's still Disney, though. That's the thing,
1: yeah. But that's co creation,
0: I know. Um, let's see, what was like
1: was no, way no way, way home almost crossed the billion dollar threshold, right? Yeah. Box office. Or it did cross billion.
0: Uh 1.9 uh billion dollars worldwide. So
1: That's two crazy. billion dollars. And you're gonna sell that for four? I don't think so. I well, here's say... the thing,
0: though. Like until Sony makes a Spider Man movie without the influence or like really direction of Marvel. Right. And that movie makes $2 billion. Sony doesn't have any real say in how much they could, they could ask for it. All right. Right? So
1: I'm Kevin Feige and I'm calling you the president of Sony pictures. And I go, Hey, David, I've got $7 billion with your name on it. You know what? We'll call it 6 billion and you get you get a nice cut of it. We we'll, we we'll, we'll we'll do we'll do some work, but I want the rights to uh, Spider-Man. Exclusive rights. And you know what? Because we like you Sony, we're going to give you a 1% royalty for the next 50 years. So 1% of everything Spider-Man makes for the next yeah, you know what I was feeling generous the next twenty five years you're gonna have one percent royalty I'm gonna give you seven billion dollars. Will you take that deal?
0: Uh, Sony's make, Sony's looking it, at it like I'm make like, it make it two percent and and you got it yourself a deal. That's what Sony if, would do
1: if you like two percent, then I'll give you five billion.
0: yeah, I would make that money up anyways, but that's what Sony would do, right? Like they would. They would try and push it as much as they could to get it up front and then keep getting money from
1: anything over five for for the wall crawler. Absolutely. then Disney could do whatever the fuck they want with them. Yeah. Put them in Daredevil. Put them in the Fantastic Four. Have them in like a bazillion movies. You could have like.
0: You know what I want to see? Spider-Man X-Men Arcade Revenge, the movie.
1: Man, we're watching the first ever good adaptation of a video game into a TV show. Why would you want to do that?
0: You're talking about the Super Mario movie, right?
1: That silence is for you. <laughs> I just poured one out for a homie. We're not going to talk but, about The Last of it just yet. No, but we do want to talk about an anniversary that is near and dear to... A lot of people's hearts, especially those who listen to this show, because we're all similar ages. Well, I'm assuming there might be some older, some younger. However, David, I need you to get back into your time machine. We need the Scooby Doo sound. I'm just saying that. <sighs> it's the year 2000, or in my case, the year 2003. I just got home, finished my homework, and I, I popped in my compact disc version of. Grand Spice Theft World. Auto. No, Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Vice City. Life was good. Just playing PlayStation 2, eating chips, drinking Mountain Dew, just doing my thing. That console came out in the year 2000 and it was discontinued in the year 2013. And it's still, to this day, one of the most expensive consoles to buy. On the used market, mm-hmm. did you did you have one?
0: I I did, but I didn't get one until much later in the uh, PlayStation life. I think it was probably closer to, uh, I want to say like two thousand and six or two thousand and seven, maybe.
1: Yeah, I got, if I remember correctly, I got mine the year before we met. I got it as a graduation gift for high school um i believe like i had to pay a little bit into it or something but then Actually, i like took the I, year off and i took I it did, to college with me
0: i did get it uh it was 2005 i think i got it because i got guitar hero for it for a high school graduation gift too yeah and i remember was, my dad said was this going to teach you how to play guitar i'm like no
1: so you uh you had the one with the little the little flippy PlayStation logo that nobody knew about until fucking like 10 years later.
0: No. Yeah, I
1: did. I figured that out pretty quick because I was like, why is this kind of clicky?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I moved it. Um, Then they had the PS2 Slim, which kind of like flipped up like a little barn door. This game or this gaming console got me through so much stuff. <laughs> this, mm-hmm. this was uh, an all-timer. And then I learned that i could play video games online and i bought an xbox 360 like all of you guys did and the rest was history there Mm -hmm. but i want to i want to jump in the time machine and talk about some games that we may or may not have played on the playstation 2 and i like i went to metacritic just to see what the absolute highest rated playstation 2 game was do you know what it was which is no
0: surprise at all
1: did, well, do you know, do you, do you have the article in front of you or are you?
0: Yeah, I have it in front of me. <laughs> <Okay>.
1: <laughs> Actually, I'm, even, I'm a little
0: surprised. I'm a little surprised.
1: I was a lot surprised because like this, this game in particular, I thought a changed the way the game was fundamentally like played versus like one and two, which didn't give you a lot of like extra, extra kind of like. I guess, freedom in the game. We're talking about Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3, the Mm -hmm. highest or one of two of the highest rated games. They're tied at a 97 with one of the biggest games of all time. But I'm a little surprised to see Tony Hawk's Pro Skater be at the top of that list. And I'll be really surprised when Microsoft goes all Grinch on Sony and removes (laughs) Tony Hawk from the vault and doesn't let them have it anymore. That's funny,
0: yeah. Uh, the number two, or or I guess tied, was uh, Grand Theft Auto Three, which I think everyone had.
1: What was your Grand Theft Auto game from that generation? What was the one that you played the shit out of?
0: Uh, it was totally Vice City.
1: Just, just hookers and eighties music nonstop. Yeah,
0: pretty much, yep. It was, and that was the thing. It was mostly the eighties music, because um, in, in high school and like, in, and in, yeah, throughout high school, I listened to a lot of eighties music. You know, Tears for Fears, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, so I, my my game that I played the shit out of and I'm pretty sure I wore out the disc. I played it so much. With that, that PlayStation grind, you remember that that sound that you'd hear kind of sounded like a CD-ROM firing mm-hmm. in your computer mm-hmm. Um, was Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. I beat the absolute shit out of that game. Yeah. Every chance I could get. And, like, when buddies would come over, we'd play our made-up game called Five Star, which you had you had five minutes to to figure out where you wanted to be on the map. And you could put it in cheat codes if you wanted. And then you had to cause as much trouble as possible. And the person who got to stay al- stayed alive the longest won. That was always kind of the deal. Um, Metal Gear Solid kind of fell off at the time, though, right? Like, I remember Metal Gear Solid being, like... The fun game, but SOCOM was also where it was at. You had yeah, SOCOM was
0: SOCOM was like the big online game. Remember the commercials for it? It was just that was SOCOM was like the Call of Duty of the the PlayStation era. Like it was the game that you had to get a PlayStation to play this game. But like, okay, I'm looking through a lot of these games.
1: The the top ten games are all Grand Theft Auto and Tony Hawk. Well, yeah, and and NFL. Yeah, lots but, of Madden games.
0: But most of these games actually were cross-platform. So I had most of these games for uh, GameCube because we were just like you. We we were a Nintendo family.
1: <laughs> a yeah, good I had Tony Hawk 3, family. but I had Grand Theft Auto Light. So I had True Crime, the streets of LA. Oh, yeah. Which was like a cross between Grand Theft Auto and Max Payne.
0: Yep. I had Burnout Three; those games were great because those are the ones where you have to actually like make other people crash. Yeah. Um,
1: Ssx Three. I don't care what people say. That was one of the most fun games I've ever played in my entire life. Mm-hmm. So good. yeah, I
0: had, uh, and the thing is, is like growing up, I played a lot of RPGs, right? Um, and so for the longest time, actually, if you wanted to play a Final Fantasy game, you had to have a PlayStation. So I had all of those games on there as well. Um, the Ratchet and Clank games.
1: Shadow the of the Arsenal? Colossus.
0: Yeah, Shadow of the Colossus. Um, you know, they, there's a ton of... Here's the thing. Sony has so many IPs. There's so many games that were just PlayStation exclusives that came out on the PS2 that were friggin' phenomenal. And they've just kind of been left to get discrot. Like, I guess Sony did revive or bring back, I guess it was Insomniac, did bring back uh, a new Ratchet & Clank. But have you played it?
1: The Rift Apart?
0: Yeah, I haven't played it. Right, like, but I want a new Jack and Daxter. I want a I new. I don't think we're
1: ever going to see Jack and Daxter ever s- again. Uh,
0: like a new Sly Cooper, right? Like those third person like action adventure games that made the PlayStation Two so good. Rayman and like,
1: and like and an Roger actual and Clank
0: Rayman was, adventure game.
1: Yeah, Ratchet and Clank was kind of the answer to Banjo Kazooie, well after Banjo Kazooie kind of like rolled off into the sunset, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm surprised it's so low on the list. But at 46, Tony Hawk's Underground. Do you remember the open worldness of Tony Hawk? Mm -hmm. And you got to like meet famous skaters and walk around the city in graffiti tag. And then Tony Hawk's Underground 2 was just like an absolute disaster.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, like I played a lot of the Splinter Cell games. I I, I know those were cross-platform, but I played a lot of those on uh, the PlayStation 2. Um, you do you remember though this one? This was uh Rockstar's kind of foray away from the um open world like city kind of mayhem game and they released Bully. Yeah. And you were this uh kid who just beat people up in uh in a school. I remember when that game came out, it was all over the news because all of these news uh companies organizations were saying that this game just promotes bullying in schools that th- actually those were the heyday of of news cycles against video games you yeah but you know it. what
1: the best part about it was twitter didn't exist uh to, to push the narrative
0: right but that's the thing is like all i always remember like when the new gta came out i was like parents need to be aware of the latest and greatest video game coming out for the PlayStation 2 this Christmas season. Uh, Grand Theft one Auto that, 11. <laughs> one that allows your children to steal cars and beat up prostitutes. Local mothers are concerned as they uh, are filling out the gift registry for their children from Santa Claus. And uh, we have Billy Joe Armstrong <laughs> <laughs> the lead singer of Dream Day. Of Green Day. <laughs> Down at a local EB Games interviewing uh, concerned parents who are looking to purchase this extra violent video game for their children this holiday season. <laughs> those were the those were the newscasts. Like every every time like a new GTA game came out, or what was the other one? There was uh it was like oh manhunt. Yeah. That one got like
1: an AO rating. Yeah, but PlayStation and, was also like, man, the PS2 created so many amazing, remarkable things. Didn't they? That was Prap of the Rapper, right? Yeah,
0: that was, but Prap of the Rapper came out on the PlayStation 1, though.
1: Yeah, but wait, was DJ Hero PlayStation 2 or PlayStation 3?
0: DJ Hero actually was, uh, it would have been Three. PS3 because it was yeah. on 360 as well.
1: I remember just playing the shit out of rock band with my friends and guitar well, guitar hero on PlayStation oh, yeah. two. Yeah. And then guitar uh, rock band on PlayStation three or Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. Mm-hmm. Um But the, you know, the one thing I loved about the PlayStation two more than anything else in the world. What was that? I, I didn't ever have to charge my fucking controllers. No, <laughs> besides <laughs> because that, they were though, still plugged
0: in at that point.
1: Yeah. And they had those massive memory cards that you had to shove in. Yeah, no, I didn't have to log into the Internet for my console to work. I could just be bored and play a game. We could have no Internet. I could play a game.
0: Hell, you didn't even need Internet to play the games. And and uh, at the time, because Xbox was the main competitor. Well, Nintendo was still kind of in the running. But Xbox had uh, come out to the market at around the same time or like early, early 2000s, Mm -hmm. and they were really pushing the online play. But again, you can still play games offline. Sony then later on released the network adapter and some of their games had online play.
1: And then Nintendo was like, here's a six foot modem you have to attach to the bottom of our console. Six inch, not six miles. <laughs> yeah, but they the GameCube had like a little bit of a, had like
0: yeah. a, it, it all fit into the form factor, but the GameCube didn't really have any online games. There's like Fantasy Star Online. That's really about it.
1: What was one of your favorite games that we haven't talked about?
0: One of my favorite games. Hmm. You know what? I would probably actually, I have too
1: many. It's going to be Battlefront 2, isn't it?
0: <laughs> no, I, I played that on uh, on my computer. You know, what? I, I'm going to say probably the game that I spent the most time playing on my PlayStation 2 was We Love Katamari. Fair. That game is just so ridiculous. It took everything that was great from the first game and made it better. Soundtrack was stupid, but like catchy and fun. And it was just one of those games that you don't have to think. If you just want to play a game, just to have some silly fun, where it's not like difficult, you don't have to worry about like dying, fighting enemies, stuff like that. Katamari Macy. we love Katamari. That's that's pretty much was one of my top play games.
1: My my absolute favorite when I wasn't playing Grand Theft Auto or playing NHL with like my brother or something was I was addicted to Need for Speed Most Wanted. Oh yeah. It was their first like kind of shot at an open world game that wasn't underground Two, And the whole idea was like you were going back to like need for speed, hot pursuit, kind of like lifestyle. You had to get away from the police. You could like go find cooldowns, but you also had the ability to kind of like choose what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Now I remember need for speed underground Two had that same similar kind of like vibe, but you, you had to do those stupid drag races and stuff. Mm-hmm. This was all around one of my favorite games.
0: Yeah, like just scrolling through this list, like there's so many. Like Ace Combat 5, like Flight Sim games.
1: Um oh, like another 18 football games.
0: MLB the show. This is when there's more than just one baseball game, though. Uh Time Splitters, Future Perfect, Time Splitters 3.
1: I remember when you couldn't even like like nobody really had computers good enough to play the sims, so people played them on PlayStation. Yeah.
0: That's right. Oh, yeah. Battlefront 2, uh Double Seven, Everything or Nothing. I remember that was like the f- one of the first ones that was like... Uh, oh, no. That was based off of the movie. There was another one that was... Uh,
1: oh, was it was... like The World's Not Enough or something? Uh, the one where you have the Austin Martin that drives on its side.
0: Something like that, yeah. Spider-Man
1: um, 2 and Spider-Man 3. And you know what? That and
0: And these are multi-platform, but... This was the like the the heydays for Prince of Persia. I
1: have that on GameCube.
0: Yeah, I had them on GameCube as well. But those games like the first one came out. It was cool. They did things like a lot of crazy things like with time manipulation. And then the second game came out and it looked even better and played even better. And then the third game came out. And it was like all the shit that is amazing. And then with the PlayStation 3 and uh, Xbox 360, they re- rebooted Prince of Persia and it sucked.
1: <laughs> what one game I absolutely forgot about till scrolling through this list was Smuggler's Run where they didn't use the word drugs once but they said contraband in every situation oh yeah that was a really fun game a lot of and you know what games. I had a,
0: a friend in the high school who was obsessed with the Hitman games
1: they were pretty good they were yeah is there yeah. is there one last game you want to shed a light on before we get into some spoilery stuff. You know what? I know we, we mentioned this uh, before, but I
0: played the shit out of guitar hero three. I had all the guitar heroes up to that, but I think something guitar Hero three, that was the first one that actually used the original artists, like the original music. Yes. Because the first two were just like covers, right? Were covers. Yeah. So that was like a huge game changer for that one. And that one has has Slash on the cover or like a rendition of that.
1: Was it Guitar Hero 3 or Guitar Hero 4 that you had to fight Tom Morello? Uh, I don't know. No, 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 no. The dumbest game I owned was Shrek Super Slam.
0: Is that the party one?
1: Yeah, it's literally Smash Bros with Shrek. Yeah, that's right.
0: And you know what? The PlayStation 2 era was also the, the time of the movie related video games. Every superhero movie that came out had a video game that came out usually you know, a week or two before the movie did. <laughs> it's so yeah, hilarious. just to spoil it. There's the Lord of the Rings video games, which cool thing Dude, about Jude the two
1: towers Lo- game was so good.
0: Yeah, the cool thing about the Lord of the Rings game is that they actually filmed stuff while they were filming the movies, but just for the video game. Same with Star Wars episode three on PlayStation uh, on PS2. There was there's scenes in there that were like deleted scenes from the movies um, that are actually in the game. So pretty cool stuff. Hmm. Yep.
1: I just discovered a, a follow game I've never played. Follow Brotherhood of Steel 6.4 or 64 on metascore, 4.1 user score. In this gritty and darkly humorous third-person action adventure players join the Courageous Brotherhood of Steel, whose mission is to maintain peace in the world of Fallout. Interesting. I've never even heard of this game, and I've played a lot of Fallout. What? I'm going to have to look this up. Okay. Do you want to do the Pedro Pascal show where he takes care of a child Or the Pedro Pascal show where he takes care of a child.
0: Well, we'll do the small child first and then the smaller child second.
1: Got it. So spoilers. We are doing Last of uh, Last of Us episode eight, followed by Mandalorian season or season three, episode one. Okay. So what, like, we watched that episode, and I forgot two very important things in that from that the game. One, how like like psychotically fucked David was.
0: Not like, me, I. I the knew character. he was
1: like he's like one of the penultimate like bosses before you like kind of get to the end of the game. Mm-hmm. But I forgot the eight people, man. I like I don't remember that part of the game, but I remember the the bar burning down so vividly because i remember struggling to get through that level because you're ellie you have to like sneak around the bar you can only find knives and bottles and shit to throw and then you get into that fight with him and you have to stab him but like you're also like trying to avoid other people but like i felt every single moment of that like that episode i was so in and like yeah. joel coming back from like Just laying there half dead to kill everyone.
0: Yeah, that's like a John Wick moment right there.
1: Yeah, the Joel Wick. (laughs) Joel Wick.
0: Yeah, this episode really. It's one of the highest rated episodes of the series so far, and it is on the edge of your seat entertainment from the beginning to end like you know stuff shit's going down they have some revelations in there when you find out that uh the 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 guy that died right from the colony was the guy that Joel killed and it was out of self defense 100% originally right yeah. um
1: well they also stabbed Joel
0: yeah that's true uh seeing that they eat people seeing that they like i don't know it's just there's there's so much that could th- the thing is with that episode there's so much in that episode that could negatively affect a viewer depending on like what they've gone through in they their should own, have been a trigger um, warning like, there should have been something yeah. like that um not only just for like what they do to the people but like there's you know like you were talking earlier about uh does the dog die right like for people who care about Death of animals and stuff like that, right? Like, there's a lot to unfold in that episode. And, uh, you know, she who should not be named was pretty much, like, in shock the whole time of that episode, especially near the end, saying, like, this is the most gruesome thing ever. Oh, my God. Like, it is just she is unhinged, like, going on and on and on. That episode was so good, though. Yeah. Um, And the there's like a big the i think the m- big turning point in that episode though is right at the end um where Joel calls Ellie baby girl he says yeah, it's like they're... it's okay yeah. baby girl right or whatever i'm here baby girl because that's what he said to his daughter when she got shot in the first episode right
1: yeah and it's like full circle
0: Yeah. And the fact that he was like on the brink of death and she did everything she could to, to, to heal him, like to help him. And he overcame all of his struggles, (laughs) you know, pretty much being dead, uh, killed everyone and then saved her. Right. Like, because he truly has a connection now, like as much as he didn't want to like really put up with this kid or anything like that, like he's taking her on as. Like someone he, he he truly cares about. And that point where he says it's okay, baby girl. That is where we know that Joel like truly does care about her well-being.
1: Yeah, they're like, they're like a father-daughter situation now. Mm-hmm. And I know that's not what he wanted originally, right? No, so, no. But uh,
0: yeah, there's one more episode left in two, uh,
1: two? 10 episodes. Yeah.
0: Oh, I thought there was. Me was... too,
1: I was slightly surprised I'm not going to lie
0: Oh, Yeah, because I was looking online And I was just seeing uh, that there was One more episode But maybe it just things weren't updated But yeah um, It's being renewed for season 2 Already
1: So game 2 I kind of um, hope they slow it down Yes and no Like what are you going to do Just run two show seasons of TV And that's it well, no,
0: then Naughty Dog has to release part three and then they have a third season.
1: I don't think they're going to.
0: Mm-hmm. Um they they could slow it down, but it has to be done correctly. You know, like mm-hmm. it has to be done right because if if they slow it down too much, then you end up getting a lot of filler episodes and it and it takes away what makes those episodes really good. Like the one with uh what's his face? Uh, like the flashback of episode with uh, Frank. Yeah. You know, that was a slower episode, but the entire episode was engaging, right? Because you you wanted to see what happened next. The problem when some shows try and extend things out just to increase their episode count is that they put a lot of filler in that just doesn't make sense. Now they could do a little bit more and, and expand on the story by like, uh, you know, for this season, they actually, and I don't think we touched on um what was the uh the uh, left behind? I don't think we already talked about that episode.
1: No, we didn't because the one, the we, one prior, we,
0: and that's yeah. based off of the the standalone game Left Behind, yeah, which is cool and explores that. So if there was uh some added content like that they could I- expand on and do things like that, like do backstories to characters, that would be kind of cool, right? Like slow it down that way. But make it interesting.
1: Yeah. I'm uh, I'm intrigued to see kind of how they're gonna finish it. But I also know that we can't get too attached.
0: No. No, we can't
1: unless The Last of Us goes three, four seasons and there's a lot of flashbacks.
0: Yeah. But you know, I like I think for the first season, because they didn't know how people were gonna receive it, right? Ten episodes is actually pretty good. The pacing now, uh, was, was, oh, was was pretty good for the most part. I think there was like w- the one episode where they're kind of like trying to get out of the city. Uh, Boston or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was kind of slow. But uh, so, other than that. Overall. I'm
1: curious to see like A, how the season ends for sure. But B, can somebody like Nintendo call up HBO or Amazon and be like Legend of Zelda.
0: Yeah, the main character. Paramount
1: Blue fucking um, Halo. Well, yeah. Why can't we do a Zelda game?
0: Because the main character, Zelda, doesn't talk.
1: Yeah, Link could be a mute boy, I guess.
0: Well, I guess I could get uh, Chris Pratt to play him. (laughs)
1: yeah make them no that would be awful but like you could theoretically because like i've seen so many photos of fan made like wishes with like emma watson and tom holland you just assume they're all gonna be british Mm -hmm. whatever let's see it you could make this happen maybe make a movie but like make it happen the fans want it yeah fans Fans would also watch a follow-up movie just saying
0: I, I'm surprised that they haven't uh, done some sort of fallout movie or show. Yeah. Uh,
1: post-apocalyptic ap- apocalyptic. It's very in right now. Okay. Um, <clears throat> now on to Pedro Pascal babysitting an even smaller child who is older by many yeah. of years. And we're
0: only going to talk about Mandalorian season three, episode one, because Sean hasn't watched episode two yet.
1: I was busy hosting trivia.
0: Yeah, Sean has some hot takes. Apparently.
1: I, I don't know if they're going to be like hot, hot. But I will say, A, you can't make us wait a year and a half for a fucking 30 minute episode.
0: Less than 30 minutes.
1: Like, OK, like we get it, Favreau. And like the the, the new bo- <laughs> The Naboo fighter, I'm done with already. It's too small.
0: I know. Like, so how it's is not, person... it's
1: not fun to watch? No, like the Razor uh, Crest was like a big bulky ship, but like, how is Grogu crawling up into the the via, like the cockpit? Yeah. How's he doing that? How how are you? How are you doing that?
0: Also, you know, you know, what, though, without spoiling it, spoiling anything, you're gonna like episode two. You're gonna be like, how the fuck is he moving around? Like, where is all the stuff being kept? (laughs) It's dumb.
1: Where is his rifle and his sword? Okay, let's start off at the beginning of the episode here. Things that I didn't like. A, thank you for saving me from this big-ass crocodile thing, but in order for you to rejoin the Mandalorian, you must go take a swim in a bathtub. That's how I interpreted everything that was going on.
0: Well, it's because they're, like, the Mandalorians, like, the... the hardcore ones like they are hardcore you know like this is all you you took your helmet off this is our creed this is the way that we live the only way to redeem yourself is to do this like crazy shit
1: but a robot ag11 saw his face I, ig11 I, what did i say ag
0: ag yeah
1: oh sorry ig um
0: that was probably the the best part in that whole movie or the whole episode was with ig 11. When he or tries- they bring him back and he tries to kill Grogu? <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. But. Okay. Can we
1: talk about Grogu for a second? Sure. Why not? Okay. A. Have you ordered a statue with his little chainmail underneath his sweater yet? <laughs> no. B. Is it me or is Grogu being used too much as comic relief? In a 30-minute episode. Because I found it, like, I think Grogu's adorable. I love Grogu. It's great. But, like, him spinning in the chair, him trying to key, <laughs> capture oh, yeah. the alien. Yeah. Um. <sighs> see, I,
0: I, I wish you had watched episode two by now. Because there's, there's things I want to explain to you or say to you. But I, I don't want to spoil that the second episode you're gonna have to wait till next week i think i think we're gonna see a lot more of grogu doing like crazy baby things like being the comic relief um because we don't know what's going on in the story this the story actually i guess what we can tell from all of the trailers that we've seen is more now about mando right before it was about protecting Grogu. So they weren't going to do things where he was really kind of like out in the open more often because people were freaking out. Like remember the, what was episode or season two with the, uh, in the ice cavern thing, with the the spider stuff, like people were freaking out because he's like wandering off. Right. But now that there's not that, uh, that sense of like, concern for his safety because we know he's always going to come out on top they're not going to kill grogu right like there's no way now um i think we're going to see a lot more of him being a central part of the story as like an accessory to moving the story forward rather than just being a plot device
1: yeah it was it was the Mandalorian where they're in those like ice caves up at the top. Right. And yeah. They have to escape. OK. Yeah.
0: Because
1: I was like, man, I've watched an awful lot of Star Wars content in the last year and a half. Hope I got it right. Yeah. I don't know. I was just a little disappointed because like, yeah, Grogu supposed to be this cute thing. and like, I'm for it. <laughs> My other half looked at me and she goes, it's like your obsession with this thing is fucking weird. It's like, no, it's not. You're weird.
0: You know, the <laughs> I was- she who shall not be named. Brought out like three of the Grogu dolls, like stuffed animal, like stuffed action figure things, and all that stuff that we had when we were watching the first episode. But, like you said, the first episode is short, it's like it's less than 30 minutes. Uh, John Favreau said that it is the shortest, uh, first episode of any uh, modern or like recent I'm series. I'm confident
1: that but if ap- I ordered a pizza, it would have arrived after the show ended.
0: Oh, 100%. One hundred percent. Episode two is longer, um, but I'm I'm hoping that it, we don't have just like a lot of these like really short episodes, because at that point, just make it into a movie.
1: Yeah, I agree. And then like the plot devices they use to kind of kick off the series, there was three things that I noticed. A, they wrote Cara Dune out in a fairly good way. Mm-hmm. kind of leaving the door open for her to return. If Favreau gets his way, because she was, he wasn't the driving force behind firing her mm-hmm. Two, grief Carga. He's now, what did they say? He was a Senator or, uh, uh,
0: no, he's, he's, I forget grand diligency something or, or something. Grand something or other. Yeah.
1: Grand inquisitor. No, <laughs> uh, that was great until they needlessly got into that street fight because the pirates wanted to go drinking in a school and then Mando just murdered a bunch of people because that's what he does. Well, yeah. And then Bo-Katan looks
0: well, like that's she's season- going
1: to be so much trouble this season. Yeah,
0: I think uh, because I have seen the second episode as well. If you watch the trailers again, that is pretty much what like stuff taken from episode one and a little bit of episode two. Yeah. So I have no clue where this is going. And Bogotan is definitely going to be a, a huge driving force for this story. And I think there's, it's it's really going to focus more so on the Mandalorians themselves and that, that the race of the Mandalorians and, and their home world and, and all that.
1: Yeah, And the, kind of reuniting
0: um, them. I think it's going to be pretty cool. I think, uh, you know, you got to watch episode two. I want to hear your thoughts like right after you watch it because it uh, it was it was good. If you had any doubts after watching episode one, episode two should wash those doubts away.
1: It's not Iron Fist. It's definitely not like I, I watched a, a, a full season of shitty TV to watch the second season first episode and also be like, why the hell did I watch the first 10 episodes before <laughs> this? Anyways, like the, this show has such a, a, special place for me because it like, I watched it a little bit later out of the gate, right? Like I didn't start watching the show until season two was airing and really? I was going through. Yeah. I, I moved here. I didn't I'm see the try. first season until I moved here. Um, but I was going through some stuff and I was using this show kind of like as a, like a something that I guess kind of bound me and just something to do and watch. I escape. Yeah. And like, I I remember watching like the first, maybe six episodes on like an exercise bike. And then I was like, no, I have to be fully focused. I can't (laughs) just be sitting on a bike.
0: And you know what? I'm still there. Like when we were watching Mandalorian, it's like phones are off like in, in another room. Lights are dimmed just enough so that you can just see the TV. You know, if you need snacks, they got to be quiet snacks. <laughs> like <laughs> like gummy bears or something like that.
1: <laughs> you're, you're not allowed to talk. Um, Yeah, like I knew kind of from the synopsis we got from John Favreau earlier in the year and the trailer, you just kind of know that Bo-Katan is going to be the main villain of this this season or you feel like she is. I kind of got that feeling early on when like, Mando kind of went to go see her, and it he was like, yeah, I want to go take over Mandalore. Uh, like, I want to go take it over, right? And she's like, oh, they're all gone, blah, blah, blah. But, like, you know he's sneaky. You know what he's up to. You know he just needs help getting in there.
0: You know what? You should watch the Clone watch Wars. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> because... There's a lot of stuff that goes on in Clone Wars that that's really connected to... All right,
1: that's all the time we have for tonight. To <laughs>
0: this To this season, I feel. Uh, like, Bo-Katan, her character. like uh, It's interesting you, you're you saying that uh, you think that she's going to be kind of like a main villain or like an antagonist in this series, which I think she could be, but at the same time, they're doing a very good job with her personality because it's the same personality... And and th- like her goal is the same in this right now as it was in Clone Wars. But now everything is like they said, Mandalore is destroyed and all that stuff. It's uh, it's it's just magnified. Uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, really, if if uh, she wants the Darksaber, she has to fight uh, Mando and win. So that's gonna that's definitely gonna happen at some point. But uh yeah, I'm and excited like, for season for episode three. You should be excited for episode two.
1: Massive plot hole here. Guys, if he wanted to be a Mandalorian again, he doesn't even have to take a bath. He has the sword. He who has the sword controls all of Mandalore. <laughs> Why are we doing all this extra stuff? This is like this is like getting a juiced up weapon in a video game early. And then not using it.
0: No, it's the pre-order bonus.
1: <laughs> it's so it, stupid. You get so, it. It works for
0: a little bit, but then it's useless. Yeah. No, that's that's. I, true. I'm a big
1: fan. I'm a big fan of this show. Big fan of John Favreau. But like that, I had a very hard time. Like, why didn't you just whip it out and just be like, "Ha! You, you, you want to? You want to see who's really in charge, Armor? You live in a goddamn cave now." And you just got attacked by a crocodile thing that I saved you from.
0: You know what, though? M- Mando would get his ass kicked from the
1: armor. Yeah, because he doesn't know how to use it. He doesn't trust himself with the weapon. Um, how The only other thing I will say before we wrap up is that scene at the beginning with the kid in the water. I thought that was a flashback.
0: Yeah, they. I,
1: I felt like it was, too. I was like, oh, this is how he got his helmet. Cool. Aren't they on like some dark floaty planet? And I'm like, oh, yeah. She went down in Boba Fett. Stupid Boba Fett.
0: Actually, uh, you're going to (laughs) say stupid Boba Fett in season episode two or season episode two. Is he in it? No, no. But remember how you had said, I think it was last week, that uh, if you haven't seen Book of Boba Fett, you're going to be confused for Mandalorian season three.
1: But that like, was my initial feeling yeah
0: right because it's like yeah how did how did grogu get back to uh mando
1: yeah we got a 10 minute recap how the fuck are you supposed to know <laughs> right
0: and uh a little bit more of that comes out in uh episode two it's like they're trying to push that season or that show so that people go and watch it because it probably didn't do well enough right so
1: Well, guys, if you haven't seen it yet, Luke Skywalker makes an appearance in that, too. Because we can't get away from the Skywalkers. Luke, you were a very large part of my childhood. Thank you for everything you gave me. But please give us new stories. Or something. Please. (laughs) That's our thoughts on The Mandalorian and The Last (laughs) of Us and Sony. If you like what you're listening to, obviously subscribe. Tell your friends that we're here because we like to talk to you and we hope you like us, (laughs) us talking into your ear holes, as David says. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I got. So for myself. Wow. wow, He's very nice. And David. That Hansel's so hot right now. We're going to get me a new sound soon. We want to thank you all for listening and we will catch you on the next episode of the scene on screen podcast.
0: Peace.